right. Welcome to House of Power Outreach, and welcome you for another service here in our church. And we just are blessed and excited for the joy of the Lord is our strength. Amen. Nehemiah 10. You just keep keep recognizing joy in your life. Keep recognizing peace in your life. That the Spirit of God fill everything that you do, everywhere that you go, every step, every place you put your feet, you call it God's land. As you rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Pastor Rita and I, we send our love out to you and that you are blessed, our church family, love our staff and all of you. And we're just excited about who you are in Christ Jesus and what all God is doing through us during this time and what he's going to continue to do in our lives. The spirit of expectancy, Psalm 62.5 says, have it, have it all day that you expect greatness to come before you. I want to start off with a couple of quick announcements, some things I forgot, some birthdays I forgot from last service. Uh, little young Ryan, he had a birthday. Uh, Miss Margina, her birthday was last week, as well as Tayona and uh, Ashlyn. And so, guys, I'm sorry. I apologize for forgetting your birthdays, but but I thank God that we got you this time. Uh, can't wait to see everyone. Man, we got a lot of cake to eat, a lot, of, a lot of that to be done. I think we can take care of it, though, in the name of Jesus. And we just want to bless you. Thank you, guys, for another year of life that God has blessed you with and all he's going to do through your hands and through your eyes, through everything that you are about that God is going to use you. You just stay that willing vessel. Also, I want to tell you, point you guys toward our website at House of Power HOPOChurch.org. I always want to say the whole name, but you go there and you find out all the things about our ministry, all the things, how we, what we're about, how we started, our mission statement, all that God is doing in our church. Don't forget to visit the the children's church section of and having activities for your kids. I think that's a great important thing. And and though we may have teachers that are teaching school lessons, don't forget to have a Bible lesson in there, and don't forget to show your kids the word of God and the ways of God and, and train them up in the way that they should go and they shall not depart from it. Also on our website, we have our donate button. If you want to give to the ministry and, and it's touching lives and helping others, we'd love for you to partner with us in the ministry and, and with your with your offering. And as you go before God, just pray and ask God to, to uh, put in your heart what you need to give and what you can give. We receive it by faith. We receive it as honor unto God as he's uh, honoring you for obeying him. I just want to say, take this time to say a prayer over you and your offering as, as you prepare to give. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you for the people who are, are, are out there. I thank you for blessing the work of their hands and that everything they put their hands to do, that it shall prosper. Thank you, Lord, as you are coming forth and, and meeting every need, Lord God, that, that, that people's lives are changing because they're helping change other lives. And Lord, that I thank you as they open up and allow you to minister to them and what they should give to minister to others, Lord, that they shall be blessed for it. We thank you, Lord, that we may receive the earthly gift, but it is you that receive their faith. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Well, let's jump into the word tonight. Um, you know, we've been really on prayer, emotional health. We've just been really just sticking with what the Bible says about well-being. Amen. And so tonight, uh, it's going to be about cloud and fire. By day or night, God provides. It doesn't matter. God is going to stay God. God is going to be our provider. He's going to be our Jehovah Jireh regardless of the circumstance. He is going to be that one that takes care of us. So in Exodus chapter 13 and verse 20 through 22 and they took their journey from Sokoth and encamped in Etham 
in the edge of the wilderness, and the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of a cloud to lead them the way, and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light to go by day and night. He took, he took not away the pillar of the cloud by day, nor the pillar by night from before the people. God meets God meets our needs according to his will and that may be completely opposite from the surroundings. Isn't that great that God is not counting on the surroundings to meet the needs and just like he did with the children of Israel that the 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 surroundings was hot. They were in a desert. But God says, okay, so we got a desert, we got hot, so I'm not going to show up the way people expect me to show up. He shows up as a cloud opposite of the heat. He's going to be a cloud to cover them. And so he shows up different. You know, as a believer, you, you become born again and you get saved. It's not that you say that you're better than people, but your life should be separate from the, what you used to be. You should be, you should have a noticeable difference in the way you walk now according to the will of God. That it, there, there should have been a change. There should have been something different. There should have been something that you recognize a covering. There's, there's something about standing in the midst of the heat and then standing under a covering. There's a difference there. And as you let that part of you begin to grow out and, and as God grows in you, then you'll begin to grow up in the spiritual things of God. So he shows up differently. And we have to be careful about praying to get out of circumstances because it didn't say he removed them from the desert he removed them from the heat no he removed the heat from them he didn't remove them from the heat he just removed the heat from them and a lot of times when things get hard people tend to want to quit their jobs or quit their marriage or quit on things and God has said no I have a covering for you in that situation where everybody involved can be healed Imagine how many marriages would still be going had people not ran, but they understood the covering of God and understood the protection of God and the anointing of God. How many kids might have been had their lives turned around completely different had that family been able to stay together and understood the protection of God rather than abandoning what God had brought them to in the beginning. It is part of that. God is saying, I am your provider. I am the one that's going to take care of you. I never meant for you to run from anything. I am your standard. I am your stand. And so you stand in the very presence of God. So we have to be careful about praying for those circumstances to go away, get this person out of my life, get this thing out of my life. You know, God says, get your life into me. It doesn't matter what thing is around you. As long as your life is in me, the thing around you won't have any effects on you. And so you begin to take on that, that part of God's provision. So God's manifested presence in the middle of problems rejuvenates our faith. And it heals our mind to keep Jesus the center of everything we do. You understand that uh, demonic activity is just a matter of not keeping Jesus the center of everything that we're doing. Anything that takes the center stage in our life is a thing that's an act of worship. It's an, it's an idolatry. So we want to make sure that that's always Christ-centered. Our life is always Christ-centered, always centered by the word of God, and, and he is the center of all that we do. Uh, God has a cloud for the heat we are under and a fire for the darkness that is around us. So no matter how hot things are in your home, your job, whatever, 
stick around for the covering of God. And as people are melting down and blowing up around you, there's a coolness about you. There's a peace about you. It's like, it's like the Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They threw them in the hot fire. And even the people throwing them in burned up. But they didn't because there was the coolness of God. There was the cloud, the covering of God, that no matter how hot the circumstances are, God has got us covered. He's got us protected. He's got the anointing, his anointing upon us to walk through this and it witnessed to the king that put them in there. Imagine your accusers. Everyone that may be coming against you is going to turn to God because you settled in. You didn't run from the fiery attacks. You stood under the covering of God and they became born again because they said, surely you serve the true God. That's, that's, the, that's our greatest witness. Surely I serve the good, good, uh, good God. Uh, God met their need for shade and, and light, not not any, uh, not any of them wanted to give up because of what God met for them. So he met every need. So if it's, if, it's the, if it's the dark, he's got the fire. If it's the day, he's got the shade. He wants you to go in there and bide under the shadow of the Most High, Most High God. Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 13 through 17. It said, therefore, take up the full armor of God. So that when the day of evil comes, you will be able to stand your ground and having done everything to stand. And I want you to understand, it says when the day of evil comes, meaning it's going to come. Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness arrayed, and with your feet fitted with the readiness of the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one and, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. The full armor of God is at its best when you're facing problems, not running from them. There's no armor. There's no protection for the back of you in the full armor of God. The full armor of God meant to confront, meant to be at that place of where you said, I am going to confront this and I'm going to see God handle it because I'm confronting it under the name of Jesus. And as you confront it, you're there. But if you run, there is no protection. Surely you're going to open yourself up to being vulnerable. Surely you're going to open yourself up to being hit in areas that can be attacked, that can be taken advantage of. But as long as you stand in your faith and stand in God, all the arrows and darts in the world cannot overtake you, cannot touch you because God is with you. God is blessing you. So stay in that full armor. Stay in that. So, so that covering protects you. So it's impossible to experience the cloud of or the cloud or fire if we are on the run instead of on our knees. You know, you run and you get before God, you get in prayer. Don't take off running. Don't take off abandoning what God has called you to stand for. Don't abandon your children just because they come up to you with a big problem or abandon your family. Don't do that. Just get on your knees and get before God and present you present yourself fully armored for the victory, fully armored for the very power of God to flow through you, fully armored to say, God, I'm going to stand because I know you've already stood and I believe that I'm going to receive all that you have for me. I'm 
not going to run. I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to give in. I'm not going to let go. I'm going to see the hand of God deliver my, my life, my family out of this entire situation. I will see how miracles work. I will see how uh, uh, deliverance work and strongholds are pulled down so that I can pass that on to my children's children. I'm going to see God's hand at work. Grace is our ultimate covering. The Holy Spirit is our fire. So our grace, you know, we're by his grace are we saved. We could not do anything to be saved. So God sent grace, the ultimate cloud covering to bring us into his kingdom, his fellowship. But then as we're staying in this world, this dark world, the Holy Spirit is that fire by night that we live by, that fire to show us the way. When everything else around us seems to be dark, there's a fire inside of you that burns, that begins to light up the path so that you can see exactly where you're going and where you're not supposed to be going. That's inside of you. That is part of you. That's what God has made you to be, that you are not empty, you're not lost, you're not without. And, and you got to be careful because this is the place where we have to stop saying, maybe I'm not good enough, maybe I'm not called enough. No, God has placed everything in you to have grace in the day and fire in the night. And the power of God is wanting that flow to go through you so you can be a blessing, not just to yourself, but to others and those you come in contact with. Hebrews 11, 6 says he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. That, now, a lot of times people are trying to wait till they find God. When I get enough, when I get this, when I get this. No, the, the joy is in the journey. The joy is in the walk. The joy is in the diligently seeking him, seeking God, seeking, being after him at all times. That's the joy. That's the victory that I got something that needs to be sought after. I got something that needs to be looked after. I've got a plan that God has called me to that he will reward my looking. He'll reward my search efforts. And so I don't have to wait till I arrive. God blesses me on the way. And you just got to enjoy that on the way blessing that, that I'm in that place. And I may not have arrived yet, but I'm definitely not back where I used to be. And I'm going to enjoy the walk with God in the meantime. So God brings victory for generations, but running from them, running from problems will cause the next generation to have to deal with our problems. So stand and face whatever it is. What if maybe it is something as simple as a, as an eating problem or whatever it is, habit, whatever face it put the armor on and face it so your kids don't have to fight with it bless the lord with your soul give yourself over to god with all that you have in ezekiel chapter 11 verse 17 through 19 it says therefore declare that this is what the lord god says i will gather you from the peoples and assemble you from the countries to which you have been scattered, and I will give back to you the land of Israel. When they return to it, they will remove from it all of its detestable things and all its abominations. I, and I will give them singleness of heart and put a new spirit within them. I will remove their heart of stone and give them a heart of flesh." So our heart is connected to every emotional thing in our life. It's connected to every emotional being that what we are, and it pumps to those areas and gives those areas life. However, if that heart is stone and it's hardened and there's no flow, the other areas of our life is going to suffer. A, 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 a hard heart will lead to a poisonous mind. 
Because that heart begins to filter everything that tries to enter into the mind. If your heart is broken, if you've seen this, my twin talks about this all the time. They talk to people that that hearts are broken. And the first thing they'll say, I ain't going to let them make me look like a fool again. I ain't going to ever let them make me look bad again. And they're so busy guarding their heart that it's so hard that they have not been able to share it with anyone, including themselves. So then their mind becomes poison. They can't think. They can't imagine anyone doing something good for them can't imagine anyone doing something good to them just to be good to them it's always got to be an angle there's always got to be something they're always investigating but God said if you would let me get that coldness out of your heart and turn it back to stone again you will see the love of my people that's been trying to love you for years you'll see the love of your children that's been trying to get through to you and understand you for years you'll begin to see that when you let your heart get turned back into flesh you uh, pastor you don't know you don't know how many pieces my heart is in i know but god does he knows how many hairs are on your head trust me he knows how many pieces your heart has been broken in so a cold pursuit a cold person pursues running uh with with a message and and i'm 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 never going to allow myself to be open up to hurt that's their message they're just i'm not gonna allow myself to be open up to hurt well if you're not open up to hurt you're not open up to healing either you're not open up to restoration. So we're closed to protect ourselves from hurts. We're also closed to from receiving our well-being. To receiving that heart being normal again, being, being pumped again. Remember when you're innocence. Remember your love. Remember your first love. And God wants to bring that back. And first love, meaning I want your heart to be back restored to where it's first love before anything ever happened to it. I want you to know I want to work through it. However... That's part of it. Self-protection is more of an issue of not trusting God than it is not trusting people. See, because it doesn't matter what the people around you are doing. It doesn't matter how they, I mean, Jesus sit right next to Judas. But because his trust was so far in God, it didn't matter what Judas was doing right next to him. Because Jesus knew when it's all said and done, I'm going to die and raise again, and I'm going to bring others to the light of God. It didn't matter. You may have a bunch of people acting like Judas around you, but put your trust in God. As long as you're worrying about them, you're not trusting God. So quit worrying about them. Put your trust in God and watch everything else shake out for the right way. Let God be your leader. Let God be your supply. Let God be your source. Let God be the one that keeps you in the, in the mode of flesh and don't become hardened by what's happening to you. So we can only do so much. And though we can hide our, outward, our outwardly, more damage is being done inwardly because the more and more you hide, the more and more you get used to being hidden. And when you get used to being hidden, you don't even realize that you have a mask on because it's starting to fit so well. You don't understand that all the entire life becomes a masquerade. It becomes Halloween all the time because you got to put this mask on. But in the name of Jesus, as your heart begins to be uh, softened and molded toward the will of God, you begin to think on the things of God. You begin to take the mask off and say, here's the real me. And know this, by all counts of God, God has made me this way, fearfully and wonderfully made, that I shall honor, honor and rejoice in him at all times. Don't be afraid to show people who you are in Christ. In Christ. I want to be careful about that because some people want to show people who they are the wrong way. Show them who you are in Jesus. A restored heart can shape our thinking. Man, if you've been negative for a long time, ask God to heal your heart. That'll change the way you think. And thoughts that shape by the word of God will pr produce 
emotional wellness throughout our entire body. I, I think people are exhausted because their heart is cold and the mind is overworked from not being able to get in the flow. And in heart and heart, they try. They may wake up there every day. May, maybe you may say this every Monday. I'm not going to complain about my work. I'm not going to complain about my work. But if your heart is numb or cold, the complaints will show up. You may be good for a few hours. You may be good for a half a day. But because the heart, the, the root of wanting that protection to come from, since it's not well, neither can the thought take on the wellness. So get the root right and the branches will grow freely. Luke chapter 4, verse, eight, verse 18 through 19. He said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. A broken heart can be healed. A cold heart needs healing and restoration. Now, Adam, uh, Adam, Lazarus, when he was first sick, when they first told Jesus, he was just sick. He just needed to be healed. But because it took four days to get to him, by the time Jesus got there, the length of time led to death. Then he needed to be resurrected. I don't know whether your heart is just in a place that needs to be healed or it's in a place that needs to be resurrected. It doesn't matter. Jesus can do both. Allow Jesus to do both. When, sometimes when you've been hurt for so long and you've been hurt so bad, you've allowed your heart to hit into this dark place, this cave place, this grave place, that healing words don't even do it for you anymore. But the resurrection power of God, I believe that supernaturally God is going to be calling hearts to come forth just like he did with Lazarus. When he said, Lazarus, come forth, I believe he's speaking to you right now and say, heart, come forth. There are people around you that need your love. There are people around you that needs to experience the real you, not the hidden and guarded you. There are people around you that wants to hug you. You're around little baby, maybe your grandchild or your own child, and you can't love them just because of what someone else who's not even in your life has hurt you with. It is stopping you from loving them. But in the name of Jesus, your heart begins to come forth. You begin to welcome the call of God. That means we must turn toward God so that he can turn our hearts back to flesh. I want to pray with you. I want you just to bow your heads out there as we prepare to pray. I want to lift you up in prayer. So dear Heavenly Father, I thank you. I pray over each and every person and pray over their heart, pray over their soul, pray over their mind. I thank you, Lord God, for returning our hearts back to flesh. I'm in a heart of flesh, being able to absorb the kindness of God, the goodness of God, the mercy of God, being able to absorb the will of God, being able to absorb the joy of the Lord, being their strength. And Lord, that everyone around them begin to receive uh, the word, begin to receive love that they hadn't been able to share for years. But I believe that young children and grandbabies and children around them are going to receive love for the first time. I just sense there's just there's a sense in the heart of a lady. I just can see it at your heart just from so much abuse. Pastor, I can't open up. You're afraid that if you open your heart up, that the abuse you went through is going to get on your kids and your family. And, and nothing could be further from the truth. I just want you to know, go ahead and open up and let God heal you. And your 
children's children is going to experience a strong, mighty woman of God. Experience a healing like they've never seen in the family before. All that you have to give is going to flow out over your family. I just believe. I just sense that in my spirit. I've seen that. I also want to pray if you don't know Jesus, you've never given your heart to Jesus, welcome him into your heart. Say the words, Jesus, I welcome you as my Lord, my Savior. You pray to receive salvation, to be born again. I confess with my mouth that Jesus is the Lord. I believe in my heart that he dies and arose for me to be born again. I receive salvation in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer, please comment on our house power page send us a message send us a note uh and let us know we can email you and call you if you want to pray pray together please let us know if you guys have any prayer needs please send us your prayer request we'd love to pray over you love you guys finish your week strong we'll see you on sunday bye-bye